What is up, ladies and gentlemen? We are here. We are here. We are here. It is Monday, August the 1st, and we are here. I want to welcome everyone into the Football Fanatic Podcast, episode number one, and we have got a packed show today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in our inaugural episode of the Football Fanatic Podcast. My name is Troy. I'll be your host on this journey. And in today's show, we are going to be taking a look at the NFC North as well as giving my top 32 my top 32 NFL QB rankings. So, uh, yeah, thank you for joining us on this first episode. Um, some of you may know this and some of you may not. This is the second show in the Sports Fanatic Podcast Network. Our other show, the Baseball Fanatic Podcast, just put out its 26th episode. Uh, so make sure you go and find that. You can find this this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeart, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find this podcast. So make sure you drop a follow. Follow on your podcast service of choice so you can be notified when a new episode drops. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk some football. And uh, make sure you interact with me. Let me know what you think about the episodes, your thoughts on what I cover, and so on and so forth, and everything of that nature. But we are going to jump right on into it with our NFC North preview and uh so basically what i'm going to do is i'm going to go through each team individually name off some of their key players key rookies key additions blah 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 breakout candidates slash bounce back candidates um and i went through their schedule i picked out the games that i thought they would win and the games that i thought they would lose and created a record off of that um and that leads us to our first contestant the detroit lions Key players for the Lions, uh, quarterback, of course, Jared Goff, running back, DeAndre Swift, uh, wide receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown, another running back, Jamal Williams, offensive tackle, Panay Sewell, and tight end, TJ Hawkinson. Um, key rookies that they got in the draft this year, wide receiver, Jamison Williams, and defensive end, Aiden Hutchison. Uh, another key addition for the Lions was wide receiver, DJ Chark. And uh, for their breakout slash bounce back candidate, this guy's going to be more of a bounce back candidate. I've got uh, their defensive back, Jeff Okuda, dealt with a bunch of injuries over the past couple of years. But I think this year he will be healthy for the most part and uh, have, have a good season as one of the main pieces in the secondary for the Detroit Lions. Going through their schedule, I have them securing wins over the Washington Commanders, the Seattle Seahawks, the Chicago Bears, the New York Giants, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the New York Jets, and the Carolina Panthers. And I have them taking L's against the Philadelphia Eagles, the Minnesota Vikings, the New England Patriots, the Dallas Cowboys, the Miami Dolphins, the uh Green Bay Packers, and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, the Lions are going to be a team that surprised a lot of people. Um, I don't, I definitely don't think they're a playoff team, but uh, they, they will be a team that surprises a lot of people, especially with their final record, and we will get into their final record as well as every other team in the NFC North's final record later on in the show. And that brings us to our next contestant, the Chicago Bears. 
The Bears. Quarterback Justin Fields, running back David Montgomery, tight end Cole Kmet, and wide receiver Darnell Mooney, key rookies for the Bears. Uh, defensive back Kyler Gordon and safety Jaquan Brisker. Trying to shore up that secondary are the Bears. Bears usually known as a defensive team. So, you know, key additions from free agency, none. They didn't really do anything of note on the free agency market. Um, as far as a breakout or bounce back candidate, I've got uh, Justin Fields. He'd be more of a breakout candidate as this is only his second season. Um, and in 2021, he played in 12 games, made 10 starts, uh, 2-8 record as the starting quarterback, 58.9% completion rate, 1,870 passing yards, 7 touchdowns to 10 interceptions, a QBR of 26.4%. He made 72 rushing attempts, 420 yards, and two more touchdowns on the ground. So nine touchdowns fields accounted for in 2021 to 10 interceptions. Obviously, he's going to be their starting quarterback out the gate this year. He's not in a quarterback battle for that position with anyone else. So you're going to get to – as long as he stays healthy, you'll get to see 17 games of Justin Fields. Um, Good luck to the Bears on that front. And more on that later in our quarterback rankings I have the Bears getting wins over the Giants, Falcons, and Jets, and I have them taking L's against the Niners, Packers, Texans, Vikings, Commanders, Patriots, Cowboys, Dolphins, Lions, Eagles, and Bills. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of L's to be taking. It is a lot of L's to be taking. That brings us to our next contestant, new boyfriend on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, quarterback Kirk Cousins, running back Dalvin Cook, wide receivers Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, safety Harrison Smith, defensive back Patrick Peterson. Um, key rookies for the Minnesota Vikings. Got tackle Christian Derrishaw and guard Wyatt Davis, uh, two offensive linemen to try to cut down on how many times Kirk Cousins gets sacked this year. And then key additions through free agency. Uh, outside linebacker Zadarius Smith and linebacker Jordan Hicks. Um, they are going from a 4-3 defense to a 3-4 defense now that Zimmer is gone. Um, so they needed some more linebackers to fill in the holes there, and they got a couple of good ones. Uh, as far as a breakout break or a bounce-back candidate goes, this one might be a little bit of a surprise, but uh, Dalvin Cook, he is yet to play a full season Um I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him a bounce-back candidate, and as far as him being a bounce-back candidate, it's going to be that he plays a full season for the first time in his career because he has yet to do that. He's not, he's not on the levels of a Saquon Barkley where he misses half the season every year, but he – He's the most he's played, most games he's ever played in a single season has been 14. He's done that two or three times. And uh, this year that's going to be different. He's going to play all 17. And he's also going to be featured in the passing game more with their new head coach. So expect some more targets for Dalvin Cook and more receiving yards. And uh, as always, a good, good, good season on the ground for Dalvin Cook. Got the Vikings taking wins over the Packers, Eagles, Lions, Saints, Bears, Dolphins, Cardinals, Commanders, 
Patriots, Jets, and Giants, and I have them taking losses against the Packers, the Cowboys, the Colts, and the Bills. A lot of dubs for the Vikings this year. They're they're going to be a team that surprises a lot of people with their final season outcome, and uh, more on that here in a bit. Finally, that brings us to the Green Bay Packers, reigning, defending, undisputed, two-time consecutively MVP quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Uh, defensive back Jair Alexander, left tackle David Bakhtiari, safety Adrian Amos, and outside linebacker Rashawn Gary. Key rookies for the Packers this year, uh, Quay Walker, linebacker, defensive tackle Devontae Wyatt, and wide receiver Christian Watson. Uh, Packers definitely in need of some wide receiver help coming into this year. Uh, key additions free agency-wise, Sammy Watkins. Um, and as far as a breakout slash bounce back candidate, uh, got a breakout candidate, and that is wide receiver Alan Lazard. He is wide. He's essentially going to be wide receiver one now, um, after everyone else left in free agency or trade. Um, so expect Alan Lazard to get the lion's share of the targets from Aaron Rodgers and probably break 1,200 receiving yards, and that's probably. That's probably being, you know, quite low on that final season total. Definitely, definitely expect double-digit touchdowns with Lazard and uh, at least 1,200 receiving yards. And that is, of course, assuming that he stays healthy the entire season. We've got the Packers taking W's over the Vikings, the Bears, the Patriots, the Giants, the Jets, the Commanders, the Lions, the Eagles, the Dolphins, and the Titans and taking L's against the Vikings, the Buccaneers, the Bills, the Boys, and the Rams. Going to be a good season for the NFC North. They will most likely have two playoff representatives. Um, That is, of course, depending on what the rest of the NFC does. But honestly, the rest of the NFC is kind of weak. And the final standings prediction for the NFC North from myself. Coming in at number four, we have the Chicago Bears with a record of 3-14. Again, Justin Fields is not that great of a quarterback, and not only is he not that great of a quarterback, he doesn't have a supporting cast that can elevate his skills to a level to where they're going to win you know, at least half their games or somewhere around that. So 3-14 record. Um, for the Bears. Number three, the Detroit Lions, a record of eight and nine. Like I said, that might surprise a bunch of you, but they were a surprising team last year, and they're going to be right there at 500 this year. Um, They're going to be better than most people expect. They are improving, and give them a few more years, and they might be contenders in the NFC North. Number two, we have the Green Bay Packers with a record of 12 and 5. That's probably surprising a lot of you, especially considering who that leaves as the number one team. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't have much help anymore. Everyone's gone in trade or free agency. I think the Packers might be trying to send a message to Aaron Rodgers that, hey, if you want to get paid all this money, then you're going to have to pay the consequences. We're not going to have enough money to pay anyone else, and you're going to have to do this on your own. Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and he is definitely capable of doing it on his own. But they may have to settle for a wild card spot if they make the playoffs. But I do have them coming in at number two in the NFC North with a record of 12-5. and Number one, the Minnesota Vikings. 
finishing the season with a record of 13 and four, one game up over the Packers. Uh, that's that's going to surprise a lot of people, but I, as long as they can stay healthy, new head coach that you know likes Kirk Cousins and wants to see Kirk Cousins be successful. And Kirk Cousins is an underrated quarterback, TBH. So I do believe that the Vikings will win the NFC North. That doesn't. That's not me going to say that they're going to win the NFC as a whole. But you you can see the Vikings in playoff football come January. Um, but like I said, the NFC is weak. It's extremely top heavy, and it just it takes a massive nosedive after those top four or five teams. And the Vikings are one of those top four or five teams. I don't think they can stand up with the likes of the Rams or the Buccaneers, um, or maybe even the Cowboys. But they uh, they they can definitely stand up against the NFC North and win that division. But that will bring me and us and we and you and I to my starting quarterback rankings. These, of course, are projected starting quarterbacks. Some of these we don't know for sure if these guys will be the starting quarterbacks or not. We can assume. Um, But these are who the projected starting quarterbacks are, all top 32, because there are 32 teams in the NFL. And uh, this is strictly based off of quarterback ability, ability to lead a team to victories. I don't care if you can run. That is not the job of a quarterback. The job of a quarterback is to throw the ball to a receiver and pass for touchdowns. So being a better running quarterback than you are a throwing quarterback does not get you higher on this list in my opinion. Again, this is my rankings and my opinion on this matter. And that brings us to number 32, Seattle Seahawks, Drew Locke. He is far and away the worst quarterback in the NFL. The only reason he's starting is because the Seahawks are blatantly tanking. It's going to be it's going to be a long year for Seahawks fans, especially with Drew Locke at the helm as their quarterback. Number 31, I said Drew Locke was far and away the worst quarterback in the NFL, but this guy's actually pretty close, and that is New York Giant Daniel Jones. He is god-awful. It is just astounding to me that he is still a starting quarterback in the NFL and has been a starting quarterback in the NFL for as long as he has, and um, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I don't get why the Giants haven't moved off of him. But, again, it's going to be a long season for Giants fans with Daniel Jones as your quarterback. Coming in at number 30, Chicago Bear Justin Fields. Um, He still hasn't shown me enough. He was a great quarterback in college for Ohio State, but the Ohio State quarterbacks rarely uh, transfer their skills to the NFL, just like Alabama quarterbacks, which we will talk about more later. um, It's it's very rare that a quarterback at the University of uh, of Ohio – or the University of Alabama goes to the NFL and is successful after being successful in college. Um, and Justin Fields, this is for me, this is a make it or break it season for Justin Fields. If I were the Bears and he has another season like last year, I'd be done with him and draft a quarterback in this upcoming draft class. Um, but number 30, Justin Fields. Coming in at number 29, Atlanta Falcons, Marcus Mariota. They uh, brought him in after trading Matt Ryan to the Colts. 
uh, and he is their de facto starter right now. If they were smart, they would start Desmond Ritter instead of Marcus Mariota, and they would win more games, but they might be going for a good draft position in next year's draft. Not sure, but they will be without Calvin Ridley due to a very dumb full season suspension, but that's another story for another day. Number 29, Marcus Mariota. Coming in at number 28, a very, very, very overrated quarterback. Not the most overrated quarterback on this list, mind you, but a very, very overrated quarterback, Carson Wentz of the Washington Commanders. I I have seen him play for the entirety of his career. I have yet to understand why everyone thinks he's this great quarterback because he is clearly not. He is now a journeyman, and every team thinks that they can quote-unquote fix him and make him some kind of great quarterback that he is not, and it just hasn't worked out for him, and he is he's a bust. He's a bust most definitely. He got a ring while he was with the Eagles riding the bench with an injury, but uh, Carson Wentz is a bust, and he is number 28. Coming in at number 27, Houston Texans' Davis Mills had a good season last year for the Texans, a very surprising season for Davis Mills. Uh, Came in while Deshaun Watson was sitting out for the season. Um, And, you know, if he can keep up last year, he might be moving a little bit more up this list. But right now he is ranked number 27. Coming in at number 26, another one of the just overrated quarterbacks in the NFL, Pittsburgh Steeler Mitchell Trubisky. Only reason he's starting is to give Kenny Pickett a year to kind of sit and learn the NFL and learn the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. I don't see Mitchell Trubisky starting for the entire year. I think that Kenny Pickett will, in fact, be starting around the halfway point of the season. Um, But it just depends on what the Steelers' record is at that point, to be honest. But in the long run, Kenny Pickett will be their quarterback of the future. And Mitchell Trubisky is number 26. Coming in at number 25, Trey Lance, San Francisco 49ers. He has been officially named the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. He really hasn't looked that great in the amount of time that he has played, which hasn't been much. The 49ers would be much, much, much better off with Jimmy Garoppolo starting. He is a very underrated quarterback, um, but... It is what it is. They're going to be starting Trey Lance, and he ranks number 25. Coming in at number 24, Zach Wilson of the New York Jets. Um, He didn't have a great year in his rookie year last year. The Jets have gone out and brought in a lot of help for him as far as receivers go. Um, and maybe that will help. He 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 has looked good at times, but he's not that good. But maybe he can improve and have a better sophomore season than he had last year, especially now that he's with Stacy's mom. Uh, coming in at number 23, Tua Loa, the Miami Dolphins. I told y'all we'd be talking more about Alabama and Ohio State quarterbacks, and this is the first of the Alabama quarterbacks. Tua is not good in the NFL. He's not accurate. He is very fragile, and um, the Dolphins brought in a lot of help for him this year to try and see if he can, in fact, be the guy that they think he can be, and they are going to be sadly mistaken and 
for them, they're going to have to probably look to the draft next year for their next quarterback because Tua Tungabailoa is not the answer. Coming in at number 22, Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans. Let's be honest, the Titans offense is definitely, most definitely not ran through Ryan Tannehill. It's it's running back first. Derrick Henry is the guy there, and Ryan Tannehill's main job is to snap the ball and hand it to Derrick Henry. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill isn't an awful quarterback. There, there are definitely better options out there. Malik Willis is not one of them. But uh, he is Ryan Tannehill is number 22. Coming in at number 21, Jalen Hurts. Philadelphia Eagles, another guy that a lot of high expectations were put on, and he has not lived up to them. And they expect him to live up to them this year, but once again, he will not. He is, again, a a mostly Alabama quarterback. He did spend his final season at Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley, and he is going to go down as the worst out of Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, And Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts will probably – well, not probably. He will go down as the worst quarterback out of that trio to come from Lincoln Riley. Um, And obviously, you know, Kyler Murray is a pretty good quarterback and Baker Mayfield is an underrated quarterback. But Jalen Hurts is an overrated quarterback and he's not as good as people expect him to be. And he ranks 21st. Breaking the top 20 with number 20, Jacksonville Jaguars' Trevor Lawrence. Another guy that didn't really have a great rookie season. There was a lot of key factors going into that behind the scenes with the Urban Meyer debacle and just all kinds of nonsense. But he still didn't look great. He looked good at times, and he definitely looked better down the stretch at the end of the season. Um, So I do expect him to move up this list at least a few spots after this coming up here. Um, But we will wait and see. Number 19, uh, Detroit Lions, Jared Goff. Uh, former Los Angeles Ram played in a Super Bowl while with the Los Angeles Rams. To me, it was one of the most entertaining Super Bowls I've ever seen. I like low-scoring defensive games, but, you know, that's just me. In baseball, I also like pitching duels and shutouts and no-hitters and perfect games. But uh, Jared Goff coming in at number 19. Coming in at number 18, Mac Jones, the New England Patriots. Uh, Mac got off to a hot start once he was named the starter. He's definitely better than Cam Newton. That's There's not a question about that. But uh, as the season went on, defenses and opposing teams started to come around and figure out Mac Jones, and he definitely looked worse as the season went on. So it's going to be a wait and see if he can adjust to the defenses um, this coming up here and see what he can do in his sophomore season. Coming in at number 17, and this is going to be a shock to most of you, and honestly it was a shock to me that he was this high on the list, uh, Lamar Jackson the Baltimore Ravens. As a quarterback who throws the ball, he is not good whatsoever. He is an awful throwing quarterback. He's a good running quarterback, but that is not his job. His job is to pass the ball. And so he is ranked number 17th because he is awful at that. You cannot – You cannot lean on him to lead your team to a victory while being a quarterback, and he uh, he's just not good in clutch. He's not good in crunch time, and he's not good in the playoffs. He's just not a good starting quarterback. Coming in at number sixteen, we have Baker Mayfield of the Carolina Panthers, an underrated quarterback. Maybe a lot of people probably don't have him in their top twenty. 
I think he's a good quarterback. Um, not Maybe not a great quarterback, but if he had the right coach and the right system and right guys around him, he could be a great quarterback. Um, he's definitely got to mature a lot, which honestly he's been in the, in the league long enough. He, he should be matured at this point, but so far he's not. But uh, he is still a good quarterback, and he ranks number 16. Coming in at number 15, New Orleans Saints, Jameis Winston. Jameis did get better while spending time behind Drew Brees and under Sean Payton. He's not as much of a close my eyes and throw it as far down the field as I can guy anymore. Um, So that's pretty much why he's as high as number 15 for me. But um, he he still has a little bit of that in him, kind of a little bit of the Brett Favre with not as much of the good as Brett Favre. Um, but, uh, with, with a couple of the receivers coming back, Michael Thomas coming back, you know, maybe he can be a little bit better this year. It, it, a new head coach though. So who knows? It's, it's not Sean Payton at the helm anymore. So we'll see what Jameis can do. Maybe he'll move up the list. Maybe he'll move down the list. We're not sure yet, but, uh, Jameis is number 15. Coming in at number 14, we have Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins. Like I said earlier, underrated quarterback. Always puts up really good numbers. It's just it's just a matter of if he's playing in primetime or if he's playing on a midday game that's only on regional television, <laughs> whether or not you're going to get the good Kirk Cousins or not. But I still think he's good, and he's got the team around him this year. Where, like I said earlier, the, I, I expect the Minnesota Vikings to win the NFC North. Coming in at number 13, Matt Ryan of the Indianapolis Colts. Traded from the Falcons, he's always been a really, really good quarterback. He is in the twilight of his career, so he's not as good as he once was. Um, But he is still a very, very good quarterback, and the Indianapolis Colts have them a good one now with him at the helm. He's a massive upgrade over Carson Wentz, and uh, they're going to be pretty good with Matt Ryan at the helm. It's going to be a fun division, that's for sure. Coming in at number 12, Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe an overrated quarterback. He's not really that great at uh, throwing the ball. He's a good leader. He's definitely got very good leadership qualities, and he's more of a field general than a great quarterback. But with the Cowboys, they're especially after last year, they're more of a def- defensive team now. Of course, you know they still do have a, a, a pretty decent offense, but they're more of a defensive team now. So, don't expect much from Dak Prescott. He's going to put. I say don't expect much. He's going to put up numbers, but it, it's more the guys around him than it is Dak Prescott because he he misses he misses some easy throws sometimes and makes the wrong reads and. He's definitely not the quarterback that the Cowboys can lean on to lead them to the Super Bowl, uh, but he's who they have, so that's what they have to deal with. Coming in at number 11, Los Angeles Ram, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford coming off of a Super Bowl win in his first season with the Rams. Um, He did have a really good year. He is still a really good quarterback, but uh, he is – Kind of inconsistent. He's 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 more he's another Brett Favre light, um, to use that as another as an example once again. Um, a lot of touchdowns, but a lot of interceptions, and sometimes that'll come back to hurt you. Last year, it didn't come back to hurt him as much as it probably should have. But you know, lightning don't strike don't strike twice. So we'll see what happens with the Rams this year. Coming in at number ten, Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson. 
News broke today that the suspension is for six games. Um, that came from an arbitrator, not Roger Goodell. So Roger Goodell could extend that, of course. It's just gonna we just have to wait and see if that six game stands. Deshaun said he would accept whatever suspension they handed down, so he's not appealing. Uh, and honestly, the reason why he's as low as number ten is because of that six game suspension and missing all of last year. Um, so you know, at twenty three plus games of missed time. Not sure what quarterback will get, but when he was on the field, he was really, really good, and I still expect him to be really, really good, especially as a member of the Cleveland Browns, and I think that they are going to be really, really good, and Deshaun is number 10. Coming in at number 9, Kyler Murray, the Arizona Cardinals. Just signed a big extension with the Arizona Cardinals. He's decent. Um, they need a new coach because Cliff Kingsbury is definitely not the answer, especially late in the season. So he could he could he could do for a new head coach, and that would definitely help him and the Cardinals in the long run. But uh, Kyler Murray coming in at number nine, number eight, Los Angeles Charger Justin Herbert. He's pretty much an unsung guy. He's probably very underrated, um, but he is another guy that's going to put up yards. He, he's going to put up yards, and he's going to put up touchdowns, and he's going to have a good season pretty much every year. Um, he's probably a good dark horse candidate for the NFL MVP this year, and for me, he ranks at number eight. Coming in at number seven, an extremely underrated, probably the most underrated quarterback in the NFL, Las Vegas Raider, Derek Carr. I've loved Derek Carr for the entirety of his career. I've seen the greatness in Derek Carr. He leads the NFL in fourth quarter comebacks since 2014. And he is just he's he's a he's an outstanding quarterback, and he got more help this year, so that's going to be great for him as well as the Raiders. And Derek Carr ranks number seven, coming in at number six. Denver Bronco Russell Wilson, his first year with Denver after wanting out of Seattle for the past few years, he finally got his wish, and he is now with the Denver Broncos. That's going to be a fun division. And Russell Wilson is still a Still a great quarterback. He's probably not as great as he once was, as he is now getting on up there in age. Um, but he, he still he still has the ability to be a great quarterback, and we'll see if this move to Denver uh, gives him a resurgence in his career and if he can go back to the Russell Wilson of old, the great Russell Wilson. Coming in at number five, Buccaneer Tom Brady. Old man Brady, back to Buccaneers once again. Retired earlier in the season just to unretire a few months later. He's still one of the greats. He's definitely the GOAT, um, but uh, he's not. He's, he's definitely not as good as he once was because he is now 45 years old. Um, he is extremely old, but he still... He still, you know, he still has that football IQ to do what he needs to do to win games, and he is number five. Coming in at number four, Cincinnati Bengal Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow just quickly making his way up everyone's list of top quarterbacks. Had an outstanding season last year and looks to do that again this year. Uh, Joe Burrow is 
already one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and he just he he's got a really good football IQ. He knows what he needs to do with the ball, and he generally does it pretty pretty well. Coming in at number three, Green Bay Packer Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, he has no help this year. It's virtually going to be him, and that's it. But he is still he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He is coming off of back-to-back MVP years. And if he puts up another year like he did last year or the year before, he could very much win another MVP, especially this year when he has no help. He would be the most valuable player if he could put up, you know, 4,500, 4, 5,000 yards and, you know, 35-plus touchdowns, he, he he could definitely win his third consecutive MVP. Coming in at number two, Patty Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. He lost a lot of his help during the offseason. I think he's a little overrated. A lot of people think he's great. He can be inaccurate at times. Um, but some of the stuff that he does do well is improvised. He's a very good improviser. When a play is breaking down, he knows what he needs to do to help help extend the play and help make the play a success as opposed to a failure. Um, so he is good in that aspect. But as far as accuracy goes, he's definitely not the best. Uh, he's probably more accurate with his bad hand than he is his good hand. <laughs> but uh, that was a joke. But um, – but, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, number two, which leaves us for our number one quarterback in the NFL, Buffalo Bill, Josh Allen. Dude is good. He is good. He is – he's got the power. He's got the accuracy. He he can lead his team to victory. He's a great leader, just all-around great quarterback. And uh, the Bills, spoiler alert, will probably be – my AFC Super Bowl pick for this year. So that will conclude our top 32 quarterback ranking list. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Like I said, let me know what y'all think. And that will bring us to our random player of the episode quiz. We do this in our baseball podcast, and I wanted to bring it over to our football podcast. And this will be a little bit harder probably uh, because, you know, there's a lot more – nameless guys out there in football than there are in baseball but we're going to do it anyway because it is fun and i enjoy it today's random player of the episode comes to us from the washington commanders 28 year old running back through his career he's uh, played in 33 games made one start 97 rushing attempts for 413 yards and three rushing touchdowns 15 catches for 109 yards and no receiving touchdowns Running back, Washington Commanders, 28 years old. His name is Jonathan Williams. So if you guessed Jonathan Williams, congratulations. Great job. Your prize, as always, a thumbs up. Good job if you guessed Jonathan Williams. Make sure you join us on Thursday for the next episode of the Football Fanatic Podcast. We will be going over the AFC North just like we did with the NFC North. And I will be giving my top 32 starting running back rankings. So join us for that. Make sure you follow my Twitter and my TikTok. Right now it's still both the Baseball Fanatic Podcast, so search for those. The profile picture looks like the logo of this show, but just with 
TBF instead of TFF. And uh, make sure you hit follow on those. My DMs is always open. So slide on into the them DMs. Send me questions, comments, concerns. We can have discussions. I can read your questions on the show. So on and so forth. I also write about baseball on LWOsports.com. So make sure you go to LWOsports.com and look for my articles about baseball and also follow the baseball fanatic podcast on your podcast service of choice but as always the first time in this show i've been troy y'all been awesome peace love and rock and roll i'm out bye